Coming up on this week's episode of Dad's Own Film. If it was me, I would have called him a dickhead and got <laughs> headbutted or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Being outraged, loud enough for the people around me in the queue to know I was outraged, <laughs> but not loud enough for them to hear. So I was like, yeah. oh, is there no queuing <laughs> system here? I just love that. Do you do that in your lessons? Stop oh. pretending you can't read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, a legi- it's a legitimate learning technique. So I'm trying to reacquire my man cave. And I was kind right. of there yesterday tidying up. It got to about lunchtime and Jane came in. And I was like, I had um, Arctic Monkeys from Reading and Leeds mm. on TV. I'm just sort of pottering, and I just said to Jane, I "Think about painting it." She goes, "Oh yeah, 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 okay." Like, what are you thinking? And I was like, "Oh, I don't know, like maybe like a like a mid grey sort of thing." And uh, she, oh, "Okay, okay, cool." I said, "Right, I'm off to be in queue." Then she went, "What now?" I went, "Yeah." <laughs> and, uh, so about half past one, I bought the paint, and by eight pm, it's fully painted. And here, it's the nice. most produ- productive I've ever been. So it's a bank holiday, like a na- like a navy. Is it? It's, it's called, it's a Farrow and Ball colour. It's Hague Blue. Mm. Hague Blue. Hague Blue. I think we, did we paint a room Hague Blue? It rings a bell, okay. anyway. Uh, yeah, it is, so it's got a bit <laughs> of a naviness to it. Um, so yeah, I quite like it. It's dead nice. I'm sort of like, mm. you know, like recrafting my own space. I need my own space, Dave. Every, every man needs his the, own space. There better be a mirror ball. <laughs> hey! Maybe, I'll, hey. maybe I will get a mirror ball just start hanging from the ceiling. Just <laughs> be cool for about a year and then. Yes. It'll be cool. And then when How are you? A scandal, you'll rip it down. <laughs> I'm good. I'm very tired. I've had a very good, um, productive, and busy uh, bank holiday. There we go. Sorry. That's, there you go. I'm being distracted. There you go. Um, yeah, really busy bank holiday, so I'm uh, I'm a bit, a bit wiped out to be honest. I slept like pretty terribly last night, but anyway, okay. never mind. Um, what have you been doing? We went to uh, my auntie's sixtieth, uh, which was really good. Uh, drank quite a lot, um, and it was a reasonably late night for me. Uh, so, but that was good. And then Saturday, Big Dave had a good he, dance, didn't he? He did. God. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I went to the bar and I, he was just stood at the bar. I was like, what the hell are you drinking? He was like, it's a rum and coke. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Calm down. He was like, really good spiced. stuff. La- Lamb's Navy rum. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Dark rum. Yeah. Like they sell that in bloody working men's clubs. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my daughter's shouting mm. me. Pardon? Oh, do you want to bring it up? Look at this little delivery. Daddy, there's post. Oh, yes. Cheers, sweetheart. Right, what we got? Can we read it? Can you help me read it? You can read that. What does it say? Welcome to the You can read that. Stop pretending you can't read. Mm-hmm. I'll say what we've got tickets for. That one's yours and this one's mine. New feature on the show. Greg opening his post. <laughs> <laughs> Take that downstairs. Mm-hmm. Keep it safe for Mummy. Shut the door. You okay? Mm-hmm. Have you said hi to Dave? Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> I just love that. Do you do that in your lessons? Stop oh. pretending you can't read. 
legit. It's a legitimate learning technique. <laughs> um, oh dear. I don't think that feature will stick, but there's my post. So, no, there you go. Will Wonderful. Wonderful. strike. Uh, so sorry. Where did we get to? Your dad was having a bubble coat. Saturday. Yeah, we got to Saturday, we had uh, a party at my sister's house for my nephew's birthday, which was nice cool. and fun, and I was asleep by about half past nine. Sunday, loads of stuff, potted about, trampolining, went to my mother-in-law's for a barbecue and some beers, watched Top Gun nice. Maverick again in the Top evening. Top Gun Maverick, yeah. Yeah, and then yesterday we just had a, a nice little family day, just kind of, you know, did the big shop, came home. Good. Cut the grass, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, and it was great. Yeah. How about you? Well, last week, um, it was eventful. I, um, um, Uncle Ken's niece came around and with her kids, and okay. uh, she I was helping her out on her old laptop, getting some photos. But she had a power adapter oh, yeah. that powered up my old laptop. So, powered mm. up my old laptop. Um, and then I found my old hard drive, but I didn't have leads for it. So I ordered the leads from that off Amazon. And long story short, I've unearthed loads of photos that are like pre-iCloud, pre-Facebook. cloud storage. Yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff, the kind of stuff you want to put on Facebook and stuff like that. So much stuff. Like, uh, like I think all the Spain stuff's been made it to Facebook before, but like there's all stuff from like old parties we had when we were like 18 yeah. and stuff like that. Nice. Did all, <laughs> so did all that, unearthed all that. That was quite cool. So I'm kind of like working through sort of sorting all them and getting them onto my iCloud. Mm. Uh, and Bank Holiday Weekend, what did we do? Uh, went to Jodrell Bank last, like, nice. Friday. That was nice. with day with the kids. Um, a bit of spacey stuff, planetariums, that sort of vibe. Mm. Um, that was quite cool. Uh, I was getting annoyed with, like, I got really angry with this set of parents. Like, ah, we feel like, you know, when do you hate that thing where, like, you're in parks and stuff like that and you come across parents that have got, like, no etiquette in like yeah. teaching their kids to wait their turn or anything like that. Mm. And, you know, it's, and it's just like, our kids were like waiting to go in this sort of tunnel thing. And these parents just barged up with their kids. And like, go on in, you go. And my kids are like looking at me like, what? That's not the rules of queuing. Daddy, what, what do we do? I was like, so I made a point of going to them. Well done for being patient, kids, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'd be a British things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, got a bit, I got a bit angry um, went to Alton Town, <laughs> and, and then if it was me, I would have called him a dickhead and got headbutted. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got very politely angry. I did same happened at same happened at Alton Towers yesterday. Funnily enough, we're in this queue to get uh, these refillable drinks from this machine, and like we're about five people back, and this family with the parents just barged to the front. But I did that very British thing of like. Being outraged loud enough for the people around me in the queue to know I was outraged, <laughs> but not loud enough for them to hear. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's the no queuing <laughs> system here!" And like, they turn around and give like an approving nod, like, "I hear you, sir," but I'm not going to say anything either. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> and, and then uh, patiently waiting for turn. Nevertheless, uh, so I went to Alton Towers yesterday. That was dead good. I'm tra- struggling to overcome Matilda's fear of roller coasters. So. Last oh. a couple of times ago, we went. She went. My wife took her on thirteen, and uh, it basically traumatized her. And like, she wouldn't even go on like the kid rides after that. It was awful. Um, and then like the last time we went, she wouldn't go on Runaway Mine Train at all. Like Runaway Mine Train was like she loved oh. it. She'd go on all the time, and she wouldn't go on that at all. So a lot of yesterday was trying to help her overcome a fear, and she went on Runaway Mine Train, which I was dead proud of her for. Oh, good. So hopefully, we'll get on Smiler next. 
<laughs> trouble yeah. is the kids have seen the kids have found videos on YouTube all about the smile of accident. <laughs> Oh, oh, right. oh dear, oh my Daddy! God. I found a video on YouTube that said about the accident that happened on Smiley. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." There was something happened a few years ago, but don't worry about it. It was all fine. I don't know. I didn't, so it didn't really know how to explain that one. Uh, and then yesterday, I was yeah, I was painted this room. So here we are. Lovely yeah. belting. How many coats did you do? A one, a two, two, a one, two, three, no, four. two. Oh, okay. Uh, is the intro. <laughs> I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This, this is Dads on Film. Oh, dearie me, dearie me. Have you watched any films this week, Gregory? Have I watched any films this week? I've, do you know what I've been watching? Um, I've watched, not not films, but I've watched uh, She-Hulk. Have you watched any She-Hulk? Should we save this for TV chat? I've not, watched, TV, that. Uh, uh, I've not watched She-Hulk, actually. We'll save that for TV chat. Okay, we'll do She-Hulk for TV chat. Uh, have I watched I've, I, I watched no I've been watching things like Artie Monkeys at Reading Leeds or Reading mm. um, that was dead good enjoyed watching that uh, and then also whilst I was painting and decorating I uh, watched Stereophonics at Cardiff I was like just putting gigs oh. on TV just like to accompany nice. me whilst I was decorating so that was good have I watched any did you other watch films? Um, this is Wrexham welcome to Wrexham I wa- I've seen the first episode Yes. Ah, uh, welcome, to <laughs> welcome to Wrexham. Enjoyed that. Good. Yeah, so this is about um, Ryan Reynolds and I forget the other guy's name. Rob um, McKelleny. Rob McKelleny. Their purchase of Wrexham Football Club a couple of years ago. So it's like, um, it's a bit like a few years ago. I don't know if you watched the sort of Class of 93 thing where um, they bought Salford, you know, when they bought no. Salford City mm. and all that sort of stuff. No. It's like that, but apart from Americans buying. A little yeah. British football club, which is kind of cool, and it's like real life Ted Lasso in some ways. In you know, yeah. the, tra- the sort of transatlantic <laughs> thing. Um, so, quite, I yeah. quite enjoyed that. I'll be going back to that. Um, something a bit cynical about the fact that you know, the camera's rolling from the very start. Uh, yeah, right. we're gonna buy a football club. Make sure you're filming all this. This is gonna be great content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> buy a football club. Make sure you film it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, what else have I been watching? Various stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head. I should probably write stuff down. I don't think I've mm. seen any other films. What about you? I've watched quite a lot. I went back. Oh. I, I made a bit of a watch list on, on uh, Letterboxd, which is down uh, for a planned upgrade right now. So I'm struggling to remember exactly what I've watched. Oh, right, okay. But um, <clears throat> one film I really wanted to watch for a while was um, Wish I Was Here, which is the second directed uh, film from Zach Braff. So, oh, nice. Uh, he uh, obviously made Garden State in the early noughties, and then he took quite a while to uh, to get another film made. He actually he used Kickstarter um, to to sort of fund it, I suppose. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I thought it came out in two thousand fourteen. Zach Braff, Braff wrote and directed it with his brother. Um, and I had quite high hopes because I really like Garden State and how kind of weird and abstract it is. Mm. Um, and I was really let down. <laughs> it was okay. very, very average and just a bit, nah, yeah. You can tell he's sort of 
tried to do what he did with with um, Garden State and have these like he's probably he's just thought up of a collection of quirky images like yeah. uh, what if. Uh, what if they have a swear jar, and that's that's the the family's thing, this swear jar. So like they've always yeah. got this swear jar with them. Or what if the brother is? Um, they basically don't want to say it, but what if the brother's autistic and he always he's always building like a, a comic con uh, outfit, so he's always wearing like a space helmet. Yeah, that that that's a funny thing to look at, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then all these other things like what if they what if they they sit around the drained pool? That's quite a cool image. And I'm like he's probably I feel like he's just written all these things down and thought right, let's try and make a, you know, I don't know, like a a, a story that makes sense around it, and it it, it doesn't really. Um, I, th- I love Zach Braff, it's, but uh, he's kind of built a career around being overly sort of quaint. Like yeah. like his character, obviously JD was this character who was like quirky sort of bit hapless bit sort of self-deprecating sort of thing and mm. everything was a bit sort of i don't know yeah quirky and quaint but now it's like everything yeah. he does has to have that sort of edge it's yeah. like oh, yeah. look how cute i am look how cute i am with the things i've you know my outlook yeah. online well that, and that's know. it like he's a, he's a daydreamer so he, he keeps having these days where yeah. he's where he's a full-on like um it's almost like he's in a sci-fi and he's wearing a full-on like sci-fi space suit and he's on a mission. So he's running around like the desert in like this big sort of like astronaut suit and he's got a little robot companion, but it's just a daydream. And so it's like, basically, that's what Scrubs right. did for well, exactly. seasons of like fantasies. Exactly, yeah. And it, it's just a bit like, oh, yeah, okay. It, I feel like it, it, it builds to this big profound like a uh, conclusion or this big like realization in his life and it's like yeah be a good dad and a good husband it's not but it's not like you know yeah it's not yeah. this groundbreaking thing i don't know it was just a bit throwaway wishy-washy for me but there you go speaking as a zach graf we don't do idle gossip really however mm. um, oh. it's quite significant that florence Pugh has confirmed that they have separated after months of yes. speculation. More on her later on, I'm sure, in the news. <laughs> yes, I can imagine um, we'll talk about that. But, uh, what, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else have I watched? I watched the uh, Trainwreck Woodstock thing. Quite enjoyed oh, yeah. that. Enjoy that? Good. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Durst is just a dick, isn't he? he is. um, that yeah. was all right. I watched this nice little um, horror comedy um, from maybe like 2017 called Ready or Not. It was just this like Okay. We like quirky, fun sort of dark comedy horror where um, this Samara uh, Tamara Weaving, Samara Weaving, uh, Australian actor. She uh, she gets married. She marries into this really really rich family, and the family uh, um, they made their money through games. They like sell games, you know, and that sort of stuff. But they have this this tradition where at midnight on the wedding night. Right. The, the, the person who's entering this family has to pull a card out of this box and whatever the car, whatever the game is on the card, they have to play. Okay? okay, And that's fine. But there's one game that they don't mention that has a much darker sort of turn uh, yeah. and, and that's what she pulls and it's hide and seek. And basically what it is, is it's just this weird family tradition. It's all to do with like the occult and stuff like that where if they pull hide and seek, that person, so in this case, the bride will go and hide, and then <laughs> the family hunt them down and sacrifice them. <laughs> oh wow! And it's Jesus. really weird and really dark, but it's quite tongue in cheek, and it's a bit like you know, a bit quirky and a bit like overly gory and stuff like that. But it, cool. it was good. 
fun. Good fun. Excellent. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I think, you know, we've watched, I honestly think I've watched the Toy Story franchise 20 times. Uh, okay. I'm not even messing. It must be at least 20 times. Yeah. Uh, buddy. Um, oh, still there's probably something else, but that's where I'm at at the moment. Excellent. Yes. All right. Brilliant. Have you cool. got a question for me, David? I do have a question, Gregory. What the hell is coming up on today's 16th episode of Season 4 of Dads on Film? Let's have a good thing. Is it 16? I think it is. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so next up, the movie... <laughs> next up, the movie train is pulling into A Star is Born, sta- born Station um, down some vague musical... Um, yes, it was Aging Rockstar. Aging Rockstar's <laughs> line. Okay, good. Uh, then we've got this week's film news, fair bit of film news this week. Then we're going to do some TV chat where we speak about this week's uh, new release. Well, it's kind of been out sort of maybe, maybe two weeks. Week, two weeks now, uh, which is Nope, which is out in the cinemas now, starring Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, then we're going to get back on this week's movie train and then we're going to look at what's on the box this week. Should we take a breath? Ooh, let's take a breath. We're diving, diving in. in. Okay then, so last week we left the Searching for Sugarman station, we took the aging rock star themed line all the way down to 2018's, yes, uh, Bradley Cooper directed remake of A Star Is Born. Um, so basically what this is, this is uh, an aging musician, Jackson, uh, Jackson... Yep, Jack. <laughs> he, uh, Jackson yeah, so he's this sort of Jackson Maine. There you go. He is this musician, aging musician, coming to the end of his career, and he helps out a younger singer who he uh, chances on a meeting, uh, played by Lady Gaga. Her name is Ali. Uh, he helps her out with her career, takes her on tour, uh, and it's quite interesting because their paths kind of cross at the polar opposite ends of their careers. Um, they fall in love and stuff happens what do you reckon to that yeah no good summary and it's a significant film for lady gaga whilst it wasn't her first film i think she pops up in like what, that sin city film um mm-hmm. i think or maybe one or yeah two she's done before. a bit of tv as well yeah, she did this, she was in quite a lot of the american horror story things yeah but was the american horror story before this though um yeah, yeah but yeah. anyway this is kind of like a significant sort of breakout film role for her mm. and i think probably uh, led on to House House of Gucci and uh, she, showing really that she's you know she she is a very capable actor and uh, obviously mm. she's doing a lot of singing in there too and it makes sense for her to have this first big film role one where she's sort of showcasing the familial talents that everyone you know that everyone yeah. sort of is, is aware of but also showing that she she can definitely perform too uh, increasingly uh, you know the more and more I watch Bradley Cooper and stuff the more like more like him uh i yeah. you know not a fan of the hangover um mm. at all um but you know he's he's way more than that and uh, i really liked what's that film we watched the game of the um oh uh, nightmare alley <clears throat> nightmare alley so i really enjoyed nightmare alley i thought he was wonderful in that and you know in so- some similarities to the characters playing in nightmare alley to this in terms of the you know uh, you know, lets um, lets alcohol take control of him and becomes a bit mm. sort of uh, helpless in that sort of respect. Yeah, there's no because this is an old story that was um, yeah. it's a remake of films. You know, how, it's I've been how, remade how, three times. Few, something yeah, like that. and and because of that, 
there aren't particularly surprises in the plot. I mean, mm. um, you know, it, it follows very much sort of um, a path that is is it is problematic in some ways because Bradley Cooper's character is, you know, becomes quite abusive uh, in many ways, certainly sort of emotionally mm. abusive um, towards Ali, and she kind of just takes him back and all is fine. You yeah. know, go, he goes to rehab for a little bit and everything's fine and I still love you and all this sort of stuff. And so she very much not, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that. She she definitely, the, I think it's an interesting story in the, the way the tables turn. Like he's the one that's successful. Um, he's, mm. the one, he's the one supporting her and guiding her and helping her out. And then the main arch of the film is the fact that that completely flips and she's yeah. the she's the one who has the stability and has the success, but she's the one who she who makes sacrifices in many ways to sort of help and support him. He's on his way down while she's on a, she's on her way up, and basically the film is based all around that. You, you look like you've smelt a terrible smell in your. Sorry, kind of there was like a it. weird bang downstairs, but I've just looked out. There's a big digger outside the house. There's anyway, a what sorry, outside your house? A big digger. Digger. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, so that's uh, so that summarises it pretty much. I mean, there's some things that annoy me in it, such as I don't believe how good any singer is. I don't believe that anybody sits with someone they've that sits with anyone, even if someone they know very well, and spontaneously breaks out into song. They're just sort of sat there, sat outside talking, and she suddenly breaks out into song. It's like that never happens in real life. You just <laughs> start singing. It's just weird. Uh, I can see why you like it. I can see why your sister hates it. Um, it's, it, you know, it, it 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 was it was nice. It was fine. I think there was nice, really good performances from both Gargoyle and Bradley Cooper. Um, I think the story is a little bit dated and um, predictable in parts. But yeah, that's my take on it. Go on. Hmm. We've spoken cool. about you've spoken about Star Wars I... before. Yes, I have. I'll just quit. I just like how passionate it is. Um, you know, Bradley Cooper wrote and directed it with with a few other guys writing as well. But he's you can tell he's really passionate, really threw himself into the role, uh, learnt guitar, did all the singing himself, which he's he's acted like it's quite uh, publicly said I'm not a singer, but I think he does really well. Um uh, Lady Gaga said she'd only do it if they record if all the um uh, music was recorded live, so w- when you see them singing, that's them singing, uh, which I think is really nice. It adds, adds a nice sort of more natural touch to it. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it. I, I I do really enjoy it. Yeah, it's cliched, but I think sometimes what's wrong with that? That you go, a star is born. Gregory, would you say a star is born is touching the void or dumb and dumberer when Harry met Lloyd? Touching the Void, please. Very perfectly pal- palatable film to you know stick on if you've not seen it on a Friday night. It's a Fantastic. great way to stay in shape. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Where can we see A Star Is Born, Gregory? A Star Is Born <laughs> is available on BBC iPlayer now. I'm not sure how long for, but it's there at the moment. Quite a lot of Warner Brothers news. Uh, so Matt Reeves, director of uh, The Batman, 2022's The Batman, has been given a first look deal with Warner Brothers. So basically what that means is he gets to see, um, you know, 
everything kind of comes to him first and he gets options on it, whether he wants to direct wow. it, produce it, whatever. So that's okay. really cool. And then finally announced the Batman 2 is going to happen, uh, but he's getting, there's a co-writer coming in helping him out with it. Um which I think is is fine. You know, we we enjoyed the Batman. I've not actually rushed out to watch it again. Um, no. Which, considering we came out of it, we like we really really liked it. I've not been like super keen to go and watch it again. Uh, maybe is because it, it's three hours and it's very it dark. Has it hit streaming services yet? Obviously, you can rent it. But, I think um, so. uh, well, it'll I'll be on. Now. Uh, it'll be on uh, HBO Max, won't it? Uh, it's still on rental, so five forty nine to rent in most places. Four ninety nine a lot of places. Buy it fourteen pounds. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I will go back to it at some point. It's um, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, I think it's a, not a bad thing at all that there's going to be an external uh, eye coming in to co-write it because yeah, uh, you know I think. <laughs> I think if I've, you know, my main criticism of, of the first one, whilst I really, really enjoyed it, it's probably because it's like a, a you know, a visionary piece, really. It's all mm. Matt, Matt Reeves' creative work. I could, there's an argument that it's a bit in, indulgent, a bit self indulgent. Right. Yeah. Of, you know what yeah. I mean? For a filmmaker to sort of just, he's had free reign to do it and he's maybe not um, reined it in as much as he might yeah. do if he was collaborating with someone on it. So yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, we said as soon as we watched it, it's too long. There's so yeah. many, there's a full storyline that could be cut out. Um, we didn't need the whole Joker stuff at the end, you know, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it's it's very indulgent, isn't it? There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, next one. <clears throat> we got the trailer for this new film called Slumberland, starring Jason Momoa. Uh, basically, what this is, a little girl discovers that there's a secret um, dream world. So when she goes to sleep, there's this big fantasy world. And Jason Momoa plays this, like... Um, horned man who's her guide it all looks a bit like narnia a bit um uh christmas chronicles type thing i don't think it's necessarily a christmas film but I, it feels very kind of festive and you know that sort of stuff yeah um, looks fine it'll be a you know a family a fun family film yeah okay yeah. film there you go um okay cool what's next um dc is just delaying uh, so, you know, with all the stuff with, with HBO Max and, and Batgirl and all that sort of stuff, and HBO Max is kind of like the removing loads and loads of um, titles off there and the cancelling things left, right and centre. You just don't know what's going on at the minute with it because like um, uh, Aquaman 2 has been pushed back nearly a year um again because it's been pushed back quite a lot uh shazam as second shazam has been pushed back like months and months and months whereas they were due to come out in like a couple of months <laughs> it's just like yeah. how, it's almost like we're in lockdown again remember like when they were closing cinemas and it's like everything's getting pushed back but this is well, like, I, was, I don't know why the th- thing is i think it's all like all linked to each other i mean i was texting you this morning and i know you know there's yeah. bigger things going on in the world like we are sleepwalking into a dark economic crisis. Um, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a grim, bleak winter. Um, but the less said about that, the better. But I think part of this is kind of related to it. I was texting you this morning and said, you know, uh, for the, I know August is always quiet in terms of cinema releases. But even when you mm. look at what's slated for the autumn, there's nothing that appeals to yeah. me at all. And it's no wonder yeah. that cinemas are closing. I, I, and I think I've I've come to the closest I've ever been, despite doing what we do, to thinking 
oh, I should probably cancel my membership at the cinema because I'm not yeah. making use of it at the moment. Um, I mean, I don't think I will, but it's like the showing. The showing re- my cinema is showing reruns, like just old classics yeah. now, just like they were when mm. they first opened after lockdown, and it's it's grim. It's it's really bleak to see, and and it shows that. I mean, we'll speak about the, um, you know, don't, don't worry, darling, thing in a minute, but. And I know yeah. that's getting press attention for for the wrong reasons, but there's a cynical part of me that thinks like, it, it's getting a lot of press attention, period. And if there are any big film releases around at the moment, if there was anything big up and coming, I don't think it would be getting half as much yeah. discussion and attention as it is getting. <laughs> well, just I've just typed in upcoming films 2022. Yeah. And really, when you think about it, you know, we've got the Christmas, se- Christmas season and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot, you know, usually loads and loads of films. Yeah. Really, there's only three big films. There's yeah. Avatar 2, Black Adam, and Black Panther 2. The rest of them are, are much smaller films. And I, I'm just, that's, I don't know. It's just, it's a bit weird, isn't well, it? Well, where were we this time? really year? seem to be much. Let's tell last year. Let's we tell had, last we year. Had we had, well, you know, we were, we were, yeah, we were coming out of lockdowns where but we had Bond, sort of. Dune. We had Bond, Dune. Dune. We had Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Um, what else did we have around Christmas time? There was loads. Yeah. Um, there was oh, probably a Marvel film. Oh, it was uh, Spider Man. Obviously, Spider Man um, was Spider Man was on its way. Oh, Spider Man. So yeah, of course. So I don't know. I'm just. It's it's very weird. Kind yeah. of where we're at at the moment, but I don't know. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about the Don't Worry Darlings thing then. So, again, a lot of this is kind of speculation, and we, we can't sort of go into too much detail about this. But so, the whole thing about Don't Worry Darlings this is Olivia Wilde's second film she directed. The, the first one was um, a book smart, and this is starring uh, Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, and it's this kind of psychological thriller. Okay, but originally Shia LaBeouf was set to be take, playing the, the um. Uh, Harry Styles part. Um, the, as the story goes, Shia LaBeouf was let go from the film because of um, uh, he was ma- basically he was making Florence Pugh feel really uncomfortable because if he was quite extreme, uh, you know, quite intense yeah. that sort of stuff. And then obviously there's lots of allegations against Shia LaBeouf, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So now Shia LaBeouf is coming out and he's he's basically said, well, I wasn't wasn't ever really fired from the film um, when. It was suggested that I would leave. Olivia Wilde basically begged me to stay. So what can we do to make you stay? And he said, if you don't believe me, that's absolutely fine. But here's the messages she sent me. And here's a video she sent me. Um, and this is also after, you know, after Florence Pugh has come out and said, you know, he's making me feel really uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not happy with, you know, this relationship. This video is Olivia Wilde basically begging Shia LaBeouf to, to stay. Uh, regardless of what has happened, and basically says that him him coming back will be a big wake up call for 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 uh, Florence Flo. Pugh and for Miss Pugh, Flo, Miss Flo, Flo, as she calls her, I think. Yeah. Um, and basically says like yeah, it'll do her some good, uh, you know, this sort of stuff. So um, obviously, Weird, Twitter it? and everywhere is going wild, you know, about the whole toxicness of this whole this whole production so much so now that Florence Pugh was turned around and said, well, I'm not doing any press for you, Phil. I'll do Venice film festival because I think she had, she's maybe contractually obliged to do that. Uh, but then she said, I'm, I'm not doing any press for you, Phil. <laughs> so no. I think, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this film gets sort of hurried out or hurried on to, uh, rushed onto streaming. That's 
put it that way. Be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? Just everything a bit dark. Yeah. We just got we got a trailer. The last one we got a trailer for Noah Baumbach's new film. So Noah Baumbach, obviously, we we know the last film we directed was. Um, Marriage Story with uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. We really enjoyed that film. It's pretty great. So this one uh, is, is teaming up with Adam Driver once again and Greta Gerwig, uh, right. actor, director Greta Gerwig. And it's this film called White Noise. It looks, it looks really weird, but apparently it's based on a book and there's some sort of like apocalypse in this town, uh, like an airborne toxic event or whatever. Um, and this family has to kind of, I don't know, manoeuvre this event whilst dealing with other family troubles, regular day-to-day family life, etc., etc. Hard to tell what this is about, to be honest. It looks very strange. But, uh, you know, we like Captain Drive, don't we? And I like Greg Irwig, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your news. Nothing too exciting. Cool. All right, thanks. All right, we mentioned uh, we watched some bits on TV, so let's do that uh, that intro. Here it is. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. TV chat. It's a great little jingle, that. <laughs> what have you been watching on telly, Greg? On, te- on telly box, on telly. The main thing I've been watching uh, this week is She-Hulk. So the first, first two mm. episodes of that are available now. That third one might be available as we um, as the podcast drops, so to speak, that I think they get released yes. perhaps on Wednesday anyway. Um, she mm. so she Hulk tells uh, the story of Hulk's cousin. I should probably have some notes up here, shouldn't I? Uh, it's a Maybe. obviously Disney Plus uh, series. It's the latest part of the MCU, uh, and it star- stars Tatiana Maslany as uh, Jennifer Gal, I think Walters. Jennifer Walters, that's one of the actors. <laughs> Jennifer Gar, should that? Yeah, that's why he knows. Jennifer Walters um, slash She Hulk. So what the, the story is? Uh, she <clears throat> is the cousin of Bruce Banner, uh, i.e. Yeah. Hulk, who is played obviously by Mark Ruffalo and who stars in certainly the first two episodes of She Hulk. And she basically her blood gets contaminated in a car crash with his blood, and so she has the gamma radiation or whatever it is. Uh, I can't remember. The, the whole thing that hmm. uh, turns Bruce into Hulk, so she now sp- starts turning spontaneously into what becomes known as She Hulk. So Bruce Banner spends some time with her at his home in Mexico, I think, and uh, trying to t- help her uh, control um, her Hulk tendencies. Uh, and she does a far better job and far quicker job <laughs> getting to that point than Bruce Banner did because Bruce Banner took two phases of the MCU to be able to sort of tame his. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's sort of very tongue in cheek. It's sort of very sort of light hearted. Um, it's very entertaining. Uh, I'm not like completely sold on it yet. It's um, it's a little bit. I don't know. The tone is quite hard to sort of. It's hard to settle into the tone of it really, and it's quite jarring. The whole thing of like, oh, it's just a big tall green woman who's also a, an attorney. So it's it, 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 it's a little bit weird, but I think I'm enjoying it. I think I'm going to carry on with it. Uh, what what interested me um, a lot was uh, at the end of the first episode, Jamila Jamil pops up in it. Mm. She, I mean, it kind of passed me by a little bit that she'd moved to LA and started like a TV yeah. film a film career. 
Um, which yeah, she's one of the main characters in The Good Place, which is like one of the best sitcoms to come out in the past ten years. Right. Well, I've not she's seen great. any of that, but um, yeah, I, I still know her as like T Four or whatever. Um, yeah. But it's quite cool that um, so one of our own, if you like, is uh, I like I like it when British stars have like good yeah. Hollywood successes. Um, yeah. Tim Roth pops up in there as well. Um, interestingly, is Anil Blonsky. Um, yeah, AKA the Abomination. Abomination, which is very interesting because he so he was in the Ed Norton Hawk film. Mm. So there's a whole thing where they have to overcome it. It's like the reason um, she is reluctant to defend and represent him is because of what he did to her cousin yeah. Bruce Banner. But it was yeah. Ed Norton's Bruce Banner. But there's a really funny scene where um, Bruce Banner, aka Hulk, is on the phone to her and she's basically saying, you know, I've got the opportunity to represent him, but I feel weird about it because of what he did to you. And he goes, yeah, a lot of times past then, you know, I was a different person, <laughs> but I was a different person back then, literally. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite cool. Uh, they've just addressed it head on. Like, yeah, yeah go ahead, Bruce Banner. Uh, so, That's yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it, it's another one of these many Marvel properties that they're just sort of reeling out but you know I, it's not it's not amazing but i don't think it's terrible either so it's something nice and lighthearted to stick on so she yeah. available on disney cool. plus now do you think you'll give it a go yeah yeah we, we're going to definitely um cool. cool um i've been watching season four of what we do in the shadows it's great as usual cool. um got a few more episodes to watch of that i've been watching succession um not as far through succession i really enjoy it but it's quite hard to get in the mood for because everyone's so horrible to each other yeah, yeah and yeah. it's quite a dark program yeah on on sly so like we were like we were both knackered last night and obviously it's the end of the bank holiday like right what do you want to do do you want to put on succession and we were both like i really like it but i'm just i'm not in the mood for such negativity right now yeah, so yeah, yeah, i think you've really just got to be in the in the right mood for it yeah, um, yeah, have i watched anything else no what we're doing cool. in the shadows it's bloody belting there you go that's, that's your tv what, chat that's tv chat so i had this thought greg um yeah and basically this is off the back of right. I've watched so much Toy Story <laughs> this week, the past two yeah. weeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think I can watch much more Toy Story. But you know, obviously, we were saying about like Woody's Roundup is inevitable because we've got the Lightyear film. I was thinking, like, is there is there a sequel that hasn't happened yet that you are really dying to see, and not necessarily like just oh yeah, I'd love to see another Back to the Future film. I mean, is there a particular story that you would that like to see that you think has not been told? Theory. Because for me, one thing, and this isn't quite the same thing, what I'd like is is a Disney Plus series called Toy Stories. And what it is is, you know, at the beginning of Toy Story 3, we get that big action piece, and it's, and it's like one-eyed Bart and... Uh, evil Doctor Porkchop, and it's basically Andy playing, you know, playing with his toys, but we're seeing it in a real cinematic way. You, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. bit on the, on the train, like yeah, 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 Toy yeah. Stories. That'd be cool. Each episode is a different time. Andy's been playing with the toys and and they're acting it out. I think that might be a cool little thing. But it just so got me thinking: is there is there a story that you think from a film that hasn't? I've not necessarily. Well, that hasn't been finished, or do you think there's more we can see or more we'd like to see from these characters, and what would that be? 
see i'm quite skeptical about sequels as a whole anyway like i i always yeah. think if it's something i i feel this sense of if, if, if there's a film that i really enjoyed and i hear about a sequel i get this mix of excitement but also deflation mm. like oh my yeah. god don't ruin it like it was so good on its own you, there's a real mm. chance you could ruin this um so like yes and no so in terms of the, the first feeling of like Oh, excitement because of how much I enjoyed it, and I want to see something else. Like that's why I am really intrigued by things like that get announced, like Joker Two. But then I'm like, oh, mm. God, what you know? You're making it a musical. What is going on yeah. there? Like, I, I I do always wonder. Um, Edgar Wright's always sort of toyed with the idea of making a Baby Driver Two, but I've, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder whether there's more to tell of the Shaun of the Dead story. I could be quite yeah. interested to see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just because I'm a massive, massive fan. of uh, of the film, um, I think some of the standalone Pixar ones, you know, they could have delved more into there. So like um, Coco would have been dead interesting. Yeah. They sort of did some more of it. But again, there's a real chance they would have ruined it. Um, mm. You know, um, perhaps even like a Bug's Life. I'm surprised. I was always surprised they never went back to um, yeah. a Bug's Life. Um, but then, um, apart from Kill Bill, Tarantino has never done a sequel, has he? So um, no. you know. Um, Probably mainly because everyone dies at the end of most of his films, pretty much. So, um, you know. but like, because Pulp Fiction, I think there was further they could have gone with those, you know, with with those yeah. guys after at the end of Pulp Fiction. Um, but then it's a beautiful film just on its own. So um, maybe there were not. rumors years ago that well, there wasn't even rumors. He, he came out and said it. He wanted to make a Vega Brothers film. So. Vincent yeah, yeah. Vega, so John Travolta's character and Michael Madsen's character from Vic Vega from Reservoir Dogs were brothers, yeah. apparently. So he wanted right. to do a film, but obviously they've obviously they've aged out of those roles now. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I things know, like so... you know, like Knives yeah. Out, that sort of stuff, where you know it's another case. I think you know, obviously, because we're getting Glass Onion, they they work beautifully for you know perfectly for six uh, for uh, sequels. I would have liked a Nice Guys too. I know you weren't too too wild by nice guys but I, I really really enjoyed it so getting another case that um you know russell crowe and, and ryan gosling's characters could work on together because i think they had really really good chemistry um so, you know things like that i tell there's one film that and i think you'll be on board with me with this where mm. it ends very abruptly and you're just like oh no what happens next and that's right. the truman show like when he gets ah, to that door yeah. and he goes through yeah. Well, how does he adapt to the outside world? Uh, yeah. like, how does he even begin there? And how do people respond to him? And, and yeah. I don't know, does he try and take down um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Harris. Christoph. Ed, Ed, Ed yeah, Harris's Christoph. Yeah, it's Christoph. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so but then I think, also, I, perfect. That probably, you know, if yeah. I really had to crunch down, that may be the most perfect ending to a yeah. film ever. Maybe. Interesting. Get involved Very, in the chat yeah. if you if you have a film that you wish there was a sequel or more to tell um, of uh, the stories of the characters in the film. Uh, let us know what it is. Get in touch. Uh, give us your thoughts. My neighbour, Greg. Uh, just to let you yeah. know, my neighbour uh, lent me uh, the waterproof canvas sheets for camping. Uh, at the at the bank holiday weekend, oh, tarpaulin. Yeah. <laughs> Is she called Paulie? No, he's called. <laughs> he's called. <laughs> <my friend. laughs> cool. Oh, oh dear. So, 
<laughs> releasing cinemas a couple of weeks ago is the third film from director uh, Jordan Peele uh, called Nope. So obviously Jordan Peele made his name in comedy. His part Key and Peele. They had their own sketch show. They've wrote on loads of different TV shows. They pop up. Like, there was that stage where they popped up in bloody everything, didn't they? Like, you know, mm. uh, Toy Story 4, they, they do voice roles in. Um, they had their own, yeah. you know, they... they, they I don't know. They just had. They were just everywhere, weren't they? Basically, um, so Jordan Peele and actually was writing and directing this film, Get Out. Uh, Two thousand. Yeah. When was Get Out, Greg? Two thousand sixteen, maybe. Uh, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Get Out, and everyone was like, "Uh, yeah. all right, okay." The guy, that comedian's doing a kind of like what looks like a horror. Fine. Yeah. Everybody went, and everybody absolutely loved it. Um, oh, I amazing. like it. It's such a good film. I don't think it's as good as. You know, as it as people think it is, but you know it is very good. Um, two years later comes uh, follows Get Out up with Us, which have you you've not seen Us, have you? I've not seen Us. No, I really enjoyed it again, and that wasn't that did very well critically was was good, but not as uh, what's the noise outside? Um, um, Not as renowned as Get Out, Lupita Nyong'o. but yeah, not as renowned as Get Out, but I actually I prefer us personally. But anyway, here we go. So here we are, twenty twenty two. Nope. And what this is, this stars uh, regular collaborator Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Brandon Perea, um, Stephen Yeun, a few others. Mm. Um, Daniel Kaluuya plays uh, OJ Haywood. OJ. Oh yeah, OJ Haywood. Kiki Palmer plays his sister Emerald or M Haywood, and they run um, a Basically, a ranch uh, just out of LA where they raise horses, and these horses are regularly used in films. Yes, yes. It's quite a cool role. It's the kind of yeah. stuff like I like. I like that. I like that setting. It's like you don't think mm. of stuff like that, but yeah, there's got to be jobs in Hollywood that are just yeah. cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so very quickly, uh, OJ notices odd goings on. There's a bit of a tragedy at the start of the film. Uh, but there's odd, odd, odd things going on around their ranch, and quite quickly, he is led to believe it may be extraterrestrial. What do you think, Greg? Is that is that enough setup? Yeah, I think so. Um, I sort of at the same time. I mean, the the film starts with this scene from a sitcom yeah. uh, and some sort of audio from a sitcom, and uh, I can't remember how much you see at, on the you sitcom don't. at the start of the film. You don't see very much at all. You just see. You just the... see the set. The monkey, <laughs> so out of context, so random. <laughs> Chimpanzee with, with blood. Yeah, the chimp with blood on its face, basically. Yeah, yeah. and and that and that becomes semi relevant uh, yeah. a little bit later on. So I'll say now, I, I you know, I, I I don't quite know how I feel about this film. Um, so it's billed very much as a sort of it builds it on. If you look on the Wikipedia, it's a neo Western science fiction horror film. Uh, now, I'd say that there's almost like a black comedy element to it as well, mm. uh, because there's this uh, sort of awkward timing you get throughout it. Um, that you know that's the sort of line de- delivery and sort of pauses and that sort of awkwardness and quirky little details like. Um, there's a part where Stephen Young's uh, doing this show, which you know I won't explain too much about later, later, later on in the film. And there's just this like awkwardness about you know that where 
they're waiting for the music to start and someone looks towards the person with the laptop to start music and it's like yes. that unnecessary sort of jarring sort of just made to sort of feel a little bit uncomfortable but for sort of no apparent reason yeah. other than to make the film feel a little bit uncom- uncomfortable um the other weird thing the, the other reason i say it's sort of got that black comedy feel to it is everyone's underacting in it yeah so to say there's to say that early on in the film um a load of coins fly from the sky and one of them uh, kills their dad mm. um Daniel Kaluuya's character is very sort of, oh right, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, and you, you'd like you'd think you'd be a little bit more bothered. Um, not to say there's anything bad in Daniel Kaluuya's performance. I think he's doing what he kind of does best, and I think he, the reason he is so good is because he kind of underplays all these roles, but um, uh, but there's a, a sort of authenticity to sort of his his characters who aren't sort of in your face, yeah. you know, um, big characters. They're all, they all tend to be, if you think back to um, Queen and Slim, yeah. very sort of relaxed, almost very sort of melancholy role he plays in that as well. Um, sort of almost like a zen to him. Yeah. But, the, but then with <laughs> the whole thing with aliens being introduced in the UFO, to say that that's all happening, they're all like, oh yeah, so uh, I think there's a UFO. <laughs> okay. It goes down to like the electrical electrical store to get some cameras. Yeah, yeah I think it's a, the UFO. We're going to try and get some pictures. Oh, right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll help you out with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. And it's like, what, what is this world where everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, fine, all right, I can get on board with that. Um, to say it's got a sixty-eight million dollar budget. I'm, I mean, the, the whole thing about the aliens in the UFO is you see very little. In fact, I'm, I'm fairly sure most of that sixty-eight million dollars was spent on a CGI chimpanzee. Um, but the, I didn't used to be before we started doing this podcast. I didn't. I would never class myself as a horror fan, and yeah. I am increasingly a horror fan. And the reason I'm increasingly a horror fan is more often than not, good horror films. So get Get Out being one of them. <laughs> um, uh, they have so much more than whatever's a message that's so much more poignant than whatever is happening on a screen on the face of it. So this is a film that's about um, people being obsessed with getting that impossible shot, people being uh, upset, attached to social media and capturing occasions for the sake of being able to share the spectacle rather than being present in the occasions in, um, in themselves. That sort of, it's all about rubbernecking. It's about, yeah. doesn't matter how, you know, the more horrific the goings on, doesn't matter, you know, the better so long as I can capture it to share with the world and share with my mm. followers and share with my friends. And it's, it's you know, it's got quite a strong, and ob- albeit obvious message about that, but that's what I like. It has got something to say uh, about it. Having said that, apart from apart from that message and apart from, you know, I do like Daniel Kaluuya and I do like his performance. Um, I, d- I don't like it anywhere near as much as Get Out. I found it quite... I found it too quirky, too odd. I found the pace too slow. I felt like it was all, everything else was too slow in building up to just this final set piece, which wasn't scary. I didn't find it scary in the slightest at all. Um, And I think it was just a vehicle for Jordan Peele to convey this. He's trying to say something about 
people videoing stuff and social media and spectacle and things like that. And I think he's got too hung up on that and not concentrated enough on what makes a good horror film in order to get mm. to that point for me. Anyway, what do you think to know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I didn't really like it, to be honest. Um, I think I agree with what you're saying about that message of like, you know, rubbernecking and, and, and being um, uh, like obsessed with things. I also think it's like, it's a bit about like exploitation, which I think sort of leads on from what you're saying about like exploiting people, exploiting you know, if you if you look at like the whole thing with the the, the sitcom and, and and the the, the, the chimpanzee, yeah. yeah, the chimpanzee, it's like exploiting and what happens when when people get driven to that point, you know, driven to breaking point. What happens then? And I think that kind of that echoes later on in this. It, it, it's like you know, there's there's a turn halfway through, and there's a bit more of a reveal. Um, mm. And a question there. It's like, well, what would have happened? Uh, you know what? What are they trying to achieve? Basically, do you know what I mean? Would yeah. it have? Would it become a bit more of an exploitation sort of thing, um, with mm. regards to to the the aliens? Let's sort of say. Um, however, yeah, I, I I just think sometimes I liked a lot of things in it, but overall, I think I just came out really flat compared to like yeah. Get Out and Oz. I was just a bit like, nah, okay. And I just think like Jordan Peele wants to make this mark on on sci-fi and on horror first of all i i don't think it's a horror it, it no. what, there was nothing scary about it there was maybe a cu- couple of little jumps in it but i really wouldn't class this as a horror but i think he wants to sort of make his mark on that sci-fi horror genre by basically like going oh look well i i i'm i'm not a horror director i can but i can make a horror film this is easy and look i can make it different from everybody else and i can uh, mm. it's almost like he's sort of like crapping on the genre a little bit do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah and like the tropes of, of of previous films within that genre um and uh it it almost like he's like he builds it up as a horror film and then halfway through it it turns into something else but i, I liked the first half more than i liked the second half do you know what i mean yeah um, yeah, yeah there's yeah. some nice little jump scares in there and i think like it, it was going in a particular direction which is yeah very sort of um uh Pretend like cliched, I suppose, are all like um, uh, common in that genre. But I liked that, <laughs> and I think as soon as it does that turn, that heel turn halfway through, I'm like, I just, I just don't really find this very interesting in the slightest anymore. Yeah, uh, do you know what I mean? Um, I liked the whole sitcom <coughs> thing and that message going on. I think that was really dark, and it's an interesting sort of take. He does something similar with us. <clears throat> There's this whole thing going on. Um, behind the scenes in us about do you remember hands across america have you ever heard of hands across america no um, it does this it, it was in the 80s they did this thing where they tried to make like a human chain you know, like people holding hands all the way across okay. the country and that's like on that's underpinning the entire film of us it's really strange but it's it's a similar thing with this kind of sitcom um yeah i don't know i just okay. kind of came away going yeah it's a bit yeah, to be honest, I like Daniel Kaluuya. I like Keith Palmer in it. Um, Stephen Yun got a little bit to do, but not tons. Um, yeah, it's had criticism <laughs> for being too confusing, but I don't think there's anything confusing I don't about think it's it. Confusing. Uh, it's not confusing. It's just I don't think it's particularly subtle um, in in the in its messages as well, and and it's pretty clear what what it's about. And even without the sort of 
reading between the lines and, and, and all the sort of metaphor that it, you know, that the film is, even if you're taking it straight mm. up, what it, you know, what the film is about, it's like, mm. yeah, I think it makes sense. It's pretty, pretty, pretty clear what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair dues. Uh, so pretty flat, if I'm perfectly honest. There we go. Right. Well, that was easy enough. Um, okay, Gregory, would you say that nope is a girl next door or houseful four? Three couples who get separated from each other due to an evil ploy reincarnate after 600 years and meet each other as history repeats itself again and their respective partners get mixed up this time. So that's the girl next door or houseful four. So hard with these kind of films because I'm so non-binary <laughs> about it. Like I'm just like, meh. Like flip a coin for me from one day to the next. It was fine. Okay, I'm going to go for Houseful Four. I, I didn't enjoy this film at all. Yeah. So there you go. Where can we see uh, Nope, Gregory? Nope is available in cinemas now. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Okay. Here we are at the, uh, uh, where are we? A Star is Born station. Where are yep. we going to go, Gregory? We are going to take the, um, Bradley Cooper line. <laughs> <laughs> Just a complete brain fart. We're going to take the Bradley Cooper line to War Dogs Station. So uh, this is the, um, hang on a second, this is the 2016 uh, Todd Phillips film starring Jonah Hill. Uh, I have not seen it. You have seen it. Uh, mm. Miles Teller's in there as well. Anna Diarmas. Uh, Bradley Cooper also produced it. Um, so yeah, we're going to go there. And uh, we're going to, well, we've got some ideas about where that could take us following on from that yeah 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 um where can we see war dogs gregory war dogs is available uh, to stream on netflix and amazon prime now so Ooh. plenty of choice excellent Okay then, Greg, what the hell is on the box for you this week? Okay, I'm jumping off streaming services onto terrestrial TV Ooh. this week. Uh, I'd just like to point out that ITV this weekend, they're showing 21 Jumper Street on Friday night, and on ITV2, they're showing 22 Jumper Street. So if you fancy just have a very light-hearted <laughs> bit of, uh, whilst we're on the topic of Jonah Hill, bit of Jonah Hill fun, uh, that's where you can find some this weekend if you need it. All right, what about you? Lovely. I am going to be a major geek, um, and later this week, uh, the $1 billion TV series, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, is released. The first episode is coming to Amazon, so I'm going to give it a go. Um, I'm also going to watch uh, House of Dragon as well. House of the Dragon? House yes, of Dragon. I liked House of Dragon. Did, oh, did I? Did I, I think I we spoke, spoke about, about House of Dragon. Dragon. <clears throat> yeah, I think we spoke about it last it, week. Okay. Have you watched yeah. episode two? Oh, I, I've not watched episode two yet. No, 
I don't think so, no. Uh, also worth mentioning as well, if you've not seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, it's on Film 4 at 4.45 on Sunday. So oh, nice. check that out. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Yes. Let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. So that's the end of the summer holidays, David. Uh, when, when are you back, back in work? at work? I'm back in work on Thursday, Thursday, Friday in set. Um, kids at our school back on Monday, but my kids are back in school on Friday, weirdly. So wow. day, day in school and the weekend. So yeah, it's um, it's been a thoroughly wonderful summer holidays. Mm, Ben's back in um, a week on Wednesday, so it's quite a, quite oh, a way wow. off. Yeah, interesting. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, it's um, we need to sort of hold people's hands as the night dr- nights draw in. Yeah, it gets colder and darker. Not to get too bleak about it, but um, I think uh, it's getting towards the time of year where I certainly need this more than ever, and I think <laughs> I think people need movies more than ever. Yeah. that's when you know what I mean. That's where you know we've had a bit of a a lull in terms of big releases, as we were mentioning earlier on. Um, I, I'm thinking at the very least. Even if it's just having more opportunity to hunker down and enjoy mm. films that are old or films that we've not seen before, um, I I am looking forward to that because that's the kind of thing that gets me through the long cold winter. What about you, Hugen? 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 Yes. Hugo. Uh, yes, I, I totally agree with you. I'm not quite as bothered by the winter as much as you, but uh, I don't live in secluded Buxton, which gets True. shut off quite a lot. Um, exactly. Yes, there you go. We, we, we have some, some interesting plans coming up. Um, hopefully closer to Christmas, we've got a, a, yeah. a hopefully a fun little treat coming. Um, but certainly for us, anyway. I don't yeah, know whether it'll be fun for a yeah, little yeah. treat for anyone else. But <laughs> certainly, yeah, we will nice. reveal more closer to the time. Um, password this week, of course, is going to be decorating. I've decorated my room. People could see, talk oh, to yeah, about decorating. Deco- Paint. Yes. Yes. Oh, that reminds me we, as well. Painting loads in our house. Um, I forgot forgot to mention earlier, Daniel. Daniel, thanks for messaging us. Uh, He says, uh, I f***ing love Breaking Bad. Couldn't get myself to carry on with Better Call Saul. Did about five or six episodes as they were airing quickly and just gave up with it. Might have to give it another go. Make sure you do, Daniel, and let us know what you think about it. Um, It'd be interesting to hear uh, your thoughts if you sort of persevere with it a bit. And do uh, do El Camino. If you've not seen El Camino, do that first because you can box that off in a couple Mm. of hours and let us know about it. Um, so yeah, yeah thank boy. you everybody for listening. As ever, I was just going to say, yeah, what, I'm just teeing you, te- te- you up. Oh, what am I doing <laughs> this weekend? Uh, okay, what am I doing this weekend? Uh, I do not know. Uh, preparing for, I don't know. Preparing for going back to school, I guess. I think we're having quite a chilled one. Is it what date is it? Third, fourth September. Yeah, yeah. We've like actually that. got no pl- no plans. Um, wow. So practical stuff. I'm trying to do a bit of practical stuff at the minute. Just trying to get my life organised a bit. Nice. Um, we were saying we, we want to uh, we we want to book um, uh, Chatsworth or something near Christmas. If you want to do it, a bit yeah, 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 Christmas. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, and or or plan to come up or visit sometime and stay at each yeah. stay over. I've got this. I've decorated this room. It's a bit more. Um, 
guest friendly uh, this room now. So anyway, yeah, there we go. Wow, there you go. Okay, okay then you can buy us a coffee at, or buy me a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads and pod. You can like the podcast, share the podcast, send us your reviews, your questions, your thoughts. We welcome them. Um, thank you everybody for listening. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, uh, what am I doing? Uh, we're going to my sister's for another kid's party. And then I think we're seeing uh, some friends, Beth and Jamie. I think that's it, really. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. There you go. Okay. Thanks, right. everybody, for listening. Be safe. Yeah. Peace. Cheers. Adios. Bye-bye.